Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 82. Yes, thank you for joining me on this Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. Two months to the end of the year and about two weeks to November midterm elections and things are crazier than ever. We have two major news stories on our plate today. We have uh, Elon Musk finally purchased Twitter. Everybody's losing their mind because they're not censoring yet. We have Nancy Pelosi's husband, somebody broke in and hit him in the hammer, supposedly looking for her. So we'll just cover that. And, P- and the Jews are still... Uh, upset with Kanye and everybody keeps canceling him more and more. But CBS Morning with uh, Gail King does the best to bring in the heavy hitters to talk about uh, Kanye West. Listen to this. Joining us now is Rabbi Angela Buchdahl. She's a senior rabbi at Central Synagogue right here in New York City. Rabbi Buchdahl, we're very glad you're here. You know, I've heard you say what he just said at the end of the piece, that this is so much bigger than Kanye, that we really should take the spotlight off of Kanye. But he does have a big platform. So we have to say something, don't you think? Well, it is much bigger than Kanye, but let's start with the fact that Kanye is big. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to put a little perspective on it, um, he has 30 million, over 30 million Twitter followers, which is more than double the population of all the Jews of the world. There are fewer than 15 million Jews in the world. I don't think people realize that. I don't think people understand what a small community we are globally. Mm -hmm. And, um, And yet, so one man having a platform that is twice as big as if every... Jewish person in the world tried to reach someone, it still is not as big as his platform. Mm -hmm. So I think that we have to not underestimate what one person's platform could be. But it's so much bigger than that because it's also it's not just about one person. Right. It's also not just about anti-Semitism against Jews. He's essentially activated an army of people who hate and are serial haters. And, and, and you know, evidence of that is just the clip we saw of the white supremacists. Um, mm-hmm. These are people who don't just hate Jews. They actually hate people of color, minorities, difference. Looking LGBTQ. for any reason exactly. to hate somebody, something. Right. So this is, um, when we tolerate that kind of language, um, it might start with hatred or conspiracy theories of Jews, but it always extends to anyone who is of difference. So there you have it, CBS, bringing out the big guns. That was Rabbi Angela Buckdell. Yes, you heard it, right? Rabbi Angela Buckdell. She leads the Central Synagogue in New York City today. So from the Central Synagogue website, uh, we have, uh, it says, Rabbi Angela Buckdell, the first woman to be named senior rabbi in Central's 180-year history and the first Asian-American to ordained to be ordained as cantor or rabbi in North America. Central continues to innovate worship and create transformative Jewish experience through a practice of Reformed Judaism that is constantly questioned and renewed. So this is one of these woke synagogues that go along with these woke churches. There's a good documentary called Enemies Within the Church, and it shows how these Marxist and, you know, social justice warriors uh, infiltrated a church through their seminaries, uh, just like they did with universities and stuff and what they teach. And now, you know, here you go. You have uh, Rabbi Angela Buckdell. She's Asian. She's like one of those multi-culty. She looks Asian. She looks mixed. You can't tell, like really Asian. The short haircut. So typical for mainstream media guests. Um, I don't know why they didn't bring a regular rabbi in, like old school, legit, ultra-orthodox rabbi. It's like pious and stuff like that. Why, why, why didn't they bring? Why did they bring this lady? This, these, these reformed churches are bad news, man. These reformed churches are no good. Now you want you want to 
practice a faith, practice a faith. You don't want to, don't, if you don't agree with it. But these reform things, they're just diluting everything into Marxist socialist. This quote-unquote hate speech, he didn't say anything hateful. He just said Jews control the, most of the things, or Hollywood. He didn't say, it's. is it bad to be successful? He just says they controlled it. There's no hate speech. And right away, they go into it. It's hate speech. He activated all these white supremacists and people that hate. He just said that Jews control most of the things. And she even said, she's like, it goes from the bank to Hollywood. There, there, there are many people, but, you know, just look at the owners and CEOs. So she goes into the beginning and starts mentioning how many followers he has on his platform. So I guess if you're famous, you can't have a opinion or a, a, a feelings of certain thing that go against somebody else. This is Kanye's opinion. He said it. So he has a lot of followers. You're supposed to kind of not believe anything anyone says. You have to have your own uh, judgment and do your own research and stuff like that. So if I have 20 million followers, I can't say anything. You're going to offend any, someone somewhere, and that's what it's getting to. Somebody says something against blacks, Jews, or whites, or minorities, or Asians. Somebody's there always say, hey, he said this. So if, I have, if I'm famous, you basically can't be famous or can't say anything. So you just... So what does that do? I guess once you become famous, you have to unfamous yourself if you want to say or stand up for anything because that's what's going to happen. You just stay quiet. So why do all these, you just promote your stuff, I guess. You just promote your music and don't don't get involved in in anything, which I, I, I okay. If, if you're, which yes, that's happened with celebrities. They put their nose into politics and people do listen to them. But when it's a progressive or leftist celebrity that agrees with the Democrats and says something, it's okay. But if it's a, a right person or a conservative person that says something, that's it. Just banish him everywhere. That's it. Now, one last point I'd like to make about uh, Rabbi Angela Buckdell is that she mentioned that the total world population of Jews is only 15 million. So if you go by the Holocaust numbers, there were 6 million Jews you know, died in the Holocaust by the Nazis. I don't know, but the math doesn't seem to add up for me because that was 90 years ago. So if there's only 15 million now and then 6 million were killed back then, how many, how much was the population back then? If it's 15 million now, I don't get it. Something's not adding up here. But anyway, let us move on. And last, I have a clip from Kanye, or a.k.a. Ye, going on Lex Friedman's podcast. And uh, Lex Friedman's a Jew. And here's a little clip about trust. In your life close to you that, that you trust enough to call you out on your bullshit. We're all full of shit sometimes. What's my bullshit? Well, some of it I pointed out today, huh. but I don't what know you deeply enough. Though? What was the bullshit? Jewish media, Jewish... That's the, not bullshit. The bullshit is that the Jewish media no, no. won't admit. Your, your dad was right. <laughs> your dad was right. The, the words you used, the you weren't. The and point I you said it. You're not gonna make me say it 800 more times. I don't know if it resonated because you keep saying like the words. Did it resonate to y'all that y'all ain't do nothing about it, and that all y'all want to do is have somebody apologize and sweep under the rug your bullshit that you've been doing the whole time. Is, Which is what? Is, I'm trying to call you out on your bullshit because I hope I'm somebody you can trust. 
I don't it. fucking trust you. Well, you should find people in your life you can trust. Don't tell me what I should do. I'm not one of your BLM marchers. Sheesh. Give it to them, yay. And this is exactly what happens. It's like, everyone, let's have the conversation here, that retarded saying. Let's have the con. We should have the conversation. But once the conversation goes in a different direction, people are like, well, you're, 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 you're bad. Let the guy have a conversation. His opinion is just as right as your opinion, you know. Don't, yeah, it's just don't, he's trying to like baby him and stuff. Like Kanye's a grown man. Don't tell him who he has to trust. Like you're trying to psychoanalyze him. Beat it, douche. That guy likes freedom and supposedly some smart like MIT guy. He's a retard. All right, the next thing up is Paul Pelosi gets hammered. Second time in like a couple of weeks. This guy's been in the news and not hammered by alcohol, but hammered by a literal, literal hammer. Supposedly someone broke into the Pelosi residence like two in the morning. The guy was looking for Nancy and I don't know, there was an altercation and he hit, beat up Paul Pelosi with the hammer. Now, you are the Speaker of the House, uh, third to the Presidency of the United States. And this guy just walks in and breaks a window, even though the glass is on the outside of the house instead on the inside and goes in and just hits this guy over the head extremist there's reports that he actually lived in some like nudist commune with blm and pride flags so everybody's saying it's him and him and him but the main thing is that how did this guy get so close to the speakers of the house residents at that time of night that's there's something not 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 right about this story just from that point so whatever comes out and now whoever's i think it's a federal investigation they have all the rights to to release whatever information they want or they don't want. So I don't think we're ever going to know what's going on. It's a bunch of memes out there where he's, you know, he was uh, Paul's lover and shenanigans was going on. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this story, but it's just uh, maybe an attention grabber before elections for, hey, look, right wings, right wing extremists hits Paul Pelosi in the head. How did you get in the house? I find it hard to believe that she didn't have any security, i.e. Secret Service, private security, the way she's so upset about January 6th and stuff like that, the insurrection, that she would just have no security on her on her at her residence at all. So I don't know what's going on with this story. And last but not least, we have Elon Folly pulls the trigger on the t purchase of Twitter. Every All the lefties lose their brains because he goes in. He fired all the top executives, and that was probably a financial move not to pay their golden parachutes because maybe they were retired and they have their severance packages, so he just straight up fired them. But it's good because they were all, you know, they were the problem with the censorship. Now, he came out and said that he wants people to pay $20 to keep their blue check marks uh, as a verification so now the whole thing with the verification situation uh, is that anonymity on the internet is going down. So they will know exactly who you are. So God forbid you say something, you know, inflammatory like Kanye did, you know, they can come after you. Same thing with PayPal and their $2,500 deduction from your account if you say something inflammatory or against the thing, which yes, they reinstated that. They said they were going to do it. Then they said they pulled back, but they reinstated it. So now people are looking at Elon like, wait, you're not this uh, free speech guy, kind of. So 
you have to watch Elon. He's part of the whole system also. So I'm still not on Twitter and I suggest you shouldn't be on Twitter either. There's alternates to go to, but it, that he's not right now. It's like the wild, wild west on Twitter because every all the right wing people are on there hammering the lefties. It, it, it's just, it's crazy right now. All these tweets, I see people are posting them. They're hilarious. And it's social media. You shouldn't take it serious. It's not real life. It's just posts, bro. Now, this purchase by Elon also will make it interesting to see if and how will it affect these midterm elections any or future elections. Uh, so because that's always been the talk that, you know, 2016 Facebook, the whole Cambridge Analytica thing, then, you know, 2020 not being able to say anything conservative on the platform and then banning Trump. So it's very, very interesting to see if this has, or was this a plan of some sort to kind of just give everyone the platform during the elections to see what happens? I don't know. We'll see. So that'll do it for me today. I am your host, Anthony T. Thanks for joining me. Uh, this is Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. It's a value for value podcast. Get yourself a podcasting 2.0 compliant app. You could find it at newpodcastapps.com or nudepodcastapps.com. If you're into that thing, it takes you to the same place. Anyway, don't worry. It's nothing nasty. And you can stream Satoshi's. Uh, you can send Bitcoin. Uh, we like the freedom of speech. We don't want have anyone take us down here. Uh, so thank you for joining me and I will see you next week. <laughs>